What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. It is time for Sunday's Quick Pick Super Bowl Edition. We're finally here. We've been talking about this game for two weeks now, and we get to see what happens. Tampa Bay, Kansas City tonight, 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. And uh, we're going to go over some of our bets, prop bets, what we think of the game, a couple tips that we've been talking about, a few things to remember when you make your bets, when you approach this game, what's going to matter, uh, you know, both pregame and during the game. Because there are certain factors that are different this year that we may not have seen too often before in the Super Bowl. Uh, First things first, special thanks to Better Edge. Now, a lot of you may be thinking, Okay, I love betting the NFL, I bet football, but what happens next? Super Bowl ends today, what am I going to bet on? I'm not profitable betting an NBA, I'm not profitable betting college basketball, I'm just going to wait till next year. I've got a solution for you. If you start betting at betteredge.com, that's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, you can start betting VIG free. You don't have to pay the minus 110, you don't have to pay the, the house tax, and you know what they say, mathematically speaking, which is... True, you can't argue with math. If you're betting VIG-free, you can bet risk-free. Essentially, VIG-free means risk-free. So you can bet risk-free for the rest of the NBA season, college football. Hey, take it in the next NFL season. Bet VIG-free in the NFL as well. This all happens online at betteredge.com. The reason this can happen is Better Edge acts as a trade. It's, like, it's kind of like trading stocks, like an exchange. So you're buying one end of a bet. Someone else is buying the other end of a bet. There's no taxes being paid. And, uh, you know, a a lot of my friends who I tell this, they're like, oh, get out of here. What's the catch? You know, how are they making their money? Don't worry about how Better Edge makes their money. Worry about you betting VIG free and you making more money starting today. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Put in promo code SHARP. That's SHARP with a P. That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. And uh, that's rollover free, by the way. So if you sign up, put promo code SHARP, 10 free bucks, see how you like it. Make a buy. Make a couple buys. Uh, Take Tampa Bay, by the way, today. Tampa Bay is plus four at even money. Obviously, it's no VIG, right? So you're getting Tampa Bay plus four even money. That's worth about 35, 40 cents on the dollar at a lot of other sports books. So start making more money. BetterEdge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, Edge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, so for Super Bowl 55, let's talk first about a couple key things that we need to remember that we've been discussing for the last few weeks. The first is this. If you can answer this question, you'll be off to a great start handicapping this game. Is what we've seen this season from Kansas City representative of how good they are? Another way to phrase that is, how representative is this year's data when we're talking about how good Kansas City can be today? Their ceiling, their potential. Because a lot of the bets I have, a lot of the bets that are out there, a lot of the bets that will be placed, if you can answer that question, you'll be able to get off to a very good start. Now, I've said I don't think it's representative. I think Kansas City is much better than we've seen this year. And the reason I think that, it's not some whim. It's not some hunch. It's because if you look at Kansas City's splits in terms of what happens when they're up by eight or more, what happens when it's a close game? defined by seven or less? What happens when it's the last five minutes of a game where they're 90% or more to win? What happens when it's the first half and they're actually projected to be in between 50% and uh, 60% to win? So uh, very close. So there's all different kinds of ways to split data up. And what you find is that overwhelmingly, Kansas City 
underperforms when they have the lead. They take their foot off the gas. They take it easy. And when it's a close game, when it's early in games, when it's a big game, the Chiefs are really, statistically, one of the best teams in the last decade. Okay, so the question is, how representative of the data is it, or how representative is this year's data in full when you're looking at how good Kansas City can be right now? And next, and and we actually haven't talked about this next point a whole lot, but it's the idea of, is this Super Bowl like any other Super Bowl? Or are there differences? Because Patrick Mahomes has been here before. Tom Brady's obviously been here before, nine times before this one. Will there be the same Super Bowl jitters? Will there be the same mistakes? You know, I, I sometimes I like to bet uh, the safety. You know, you get plus 800, plus 900. And the reason is, hey, something happens. You get some jitters. You get, uh, you know... Um, it's the Super Bowl. There's so much new things happening, so many distractions. You know, a lot of young guys who haven't been there before, occasionally you may get a, a, a safety. And stats show that. History shows that. There's been more safeties in Super Bowl in Super Bowls than there have NFC or AFC championship games by far. Remember the Peyton Manning snap over the head first play of the game a couple years ago? You know, so so things ha- weird things happen in Super Bowls to where you can usually take advantage of that. I don't think that's going to happen this year at all. I think what we see this year is two quarterbacks who have been there, two quarterbacks who understand how to win. It's the difference in the teams. How do the teams react? Kansas City does have a lot of guys who have been there. Tampa Bay doesn't. So first off, how representative is the data, right? Can we trust that data is going to be reliable when handicapping this game this season? And second, is this like any other Super Bowl or is this a bit of a different game because of the experience, because both these quarterbacks have been there before? So everything else in terms of how to approach this game, what to look for. I mean, we covered this thing extensively. We did shows uh, 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 this last Friday, Wednesday, and then actually two Fridays ago. So there's content out there with picks, analysis, things like that. So if you guys want some more Super Bowl content before kickoff today... You can uh, go catch any of those shows. But I do have, to wrap today's show up, it is Sunday's Quick Picks after all. So let's get to some quick some uh, quick picks. I have three kind of long shots, and then I have three not-so-long shots. So I have two different kind of classifications of bets, two bins of bets to go over. But uh, before we do, it's important to, again, reemphasize the idea that these multi-way markets, things like first touchdown score for the game, MVP, when there's so many different options, the house tax is just usually really, really hard to beat. Now, you can get lucky, and if you hit one of these, then, you know, it's usually a, I don't know, 10 to 1, 15 to 1 payoff, something like that. It's usually a big payoff, you know? But the idea of it's valuable or it's a good bet, it's not a good bet. You know, as a matter of fact, it's it's pretty equivalent to this. Typically, you're going to get minus 110 on each side, right? Today, I think right now, it's Kansas City, minus 3, minus 110. Tampa Bay, plus 3, plus 110. Unless, of course, you're on better edge, which of which then you're betting VIG free. But everywhere else in the world and everywhere else in America, right? If you guys want to bet VIG free, I'm telling you, betteredge.com, it's worth it. But everywhere else, it's minus 110, minus 110. We understand that. The household on the average bet is 4.5%. We're used to betting into 4.5% holds. That's okay. That's minus 110 on each side. Well, let me ask you a question. If suddenly the rules changed, and now it wasn't minus 110, minus 110, now it was minus 200, minus 200. 
And if you wanted Tampa Bay plus three, you had to pay minus 200. You want Kansas City minus three, you have to pay minus 200. Would Would anyone out there make that bet? Everyone's probably saying, no, I would never make that bet. But in fact, if you look at it math wise, that bet minus 200 on each side is actually a 5% more profitable bet than betting into the first first, uh, touchdown score today for the game. So the idea is the bookies can hide these VIGs because it's tough to see what the household is when there's 20 different options, you know, and for the Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are the overwhelming favorites. Everyone else, it's just, it's just like, you know, again, you could get lucky with those, but the idea of these multi-way markets being good bets, they're not. And like I just said, if you can imagine right now, if it's 200 minus 200 on either side, and that's the now standard bet, nobody would bet anymore. But for some reason, everyone loves these first touchdown props, even though they're a much worse bet than even that is. So what I'm going to say is, as long as you know what you're betting into, it's okay. Have some fun. It's the Super Bowl. Heck, I like to make some of those bets when I'm in Vegas or you know back home this year, whatever. It's okay as long as you know you're spending a little bit more. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. In life, that's totally fine. Sometimes you, you want a house that's that's just went on the market and you know it's popular and you know it's going to go. You spend a little bit more for that house. You make sure you can get it. In sports, I think this is very relevant. I am a big fan of sometimes you got to overspend for players. You got to pay a little more to get the players you want or keep the players you want. So the idea of, oh, you can never, ever, ever overspend. It's always got to be a value pick. That's not the case. But I want my audience to be smarter betters. And you, by betting into these lines and not knowing what's going on, that's not good. It's okay if you make these bets, just know what you're betting into and know what your expectations are. So on that note, I do have a couple long shots. Let's have some fun. It's a good time to be bad. And I'm going to give you guys three different long shot bets and then three, uh, like I said, not so long shot bets. All right, so number one, we're finally getting into picks, about 10 minutes in this thing. All right, so number one, I'm going to go first scoring play of the game, Tampa Bay field goal. That right now is anywhere from plus 450 to plus 550. The reason I like this bet, I believe Tampa Bay starts with the football. We've talked about this extensively. If you guys want the deep dive for that, you can go back and listen to the other shows. But short, you know, in quick or in short, in quick, um, in short, the idea is that Tampa Bay has received the ball the last two times they won the coin toss. Kansas City's deferred every time this year. Tampa Bay wants to start with the ball. Bruce Arians has said they like starting with the football. Kansas City is indifferent. So odds are, look, this isn't guaranteed Tampa Bay's going to start with the football, but odds are the Buccaneers receive. So if that's the case, first scoring play, Tampa Bay field goal plus 450 to plus 550. I like that bet. I think Tampa Bay drives down, gets a couple first downs, and ends up getting in scoring position, maybe because of that younger team, right? Maybe because the inexperience around Tom Brady, a mistake or two in the red zone or near the red zone will lead to a field goal. So I like Tampa Bay. I think it's a bit of a, a, a decent play there, plus 450 to plus 550. All right, a couple, a couple more bets here for the long shots. And I do want to say, if you're going to bet first touchdown, I'd prefer that you guys go with the uh, the team touchdown because the household does actually get cut down substantially when you go from first overall touchdown in the game to first overall touchdown on the team. And for me, I think it's easier to calculate because it doesn't matter who starts with the ball first. It doesn't matter any of that. When that team has the ball, when they score first, that's what we're betting on now. So I'm going to go first Tampa Bay touchdown, Rob Gronkowski plus 750. 
Okay, seven and a half to one. Do I think that this happens one in 7.5 times? Yeah, so I actually don't think this is the worst bet in the world, even though we're accepting we're betting into a higher household than we're, than we're usually comfortable with. You know, like I talked about, it's it's you just have to be smart. You know, you have to understand how these bets work, how they, what they're charging into. Again, have some fun. Who cares? It's the Super Bowl. This is what this is why all these fun prop bets exist and all that stuff. You know, but I just wanted everyone to understand the whole idea of it. it it's higher taxed, but uh, hey, as long as you know, it's okay. Gronk plus seven fifty first touchdown for Tampa, and I think that everyone can kind of hear it in my voice. I, I feel this like guilt i feel this overwhelming need to explain why we're making these bets you know but that's how this goes all right first touchdown score for kansas city i'm gonna go miko hardman at eight to one miko hardman nice downfield threat uh you know he he lines up in the slot and he goes down the middle of the field and is faster than you know most people in the nfl now kansas city has a lot of these quick guys on their team so it's kind of like he sort of gets lost in the tyreek hill you know, argument or whatever. But I think that Tampa Bay is going to focus in on shutting down Tyreek Hill. I think they're going to be hypersensitive and hyper aware of where Travis Kelsey is. Therefore, Mecole Hardman, a downfield threat anyway. By the way, his over-unders on reception or uh, his longest reception over-under is like 30 yards. They're expecting him to go downfield. If he gets free, gets loose, I think there's a chance he scores. So Mecole Hardman, Plus 800, 8 to 1, first touchdown for Kansas City. All right, now a couple bets that aren't so long shots. I wanted to give a few out there, give some fun ones. If you guys are looking for some fun bets, there you go. That's what I would recommend. Now, for the bets that are a little closer to even money, I'm going to go rush for the first play of the game. Okay, So first play of the game, and it has to be written like this. I like the, uh, and it's on several websites, so William Hill, uh, BetMGM. First play of the game, rush, but it's not rush or pass. It's rush, and then the other side of the bet is pass or sack. And rush is going to be even money. Pass or sack is minus 125, minus 130. I like the rush for the first play of the game. Again, I think Tampa Bay receives it. I think they're going to run the football more than they have all season, which still is pretty healthy. I'll go uh, rush for the first play of the game. Uh, Mahomes, to complete his first pass, is minus 180. And I think this is really cheap. I think this is serious value. Now, again, a lot of people out there don't like spending minus 180 on Super Bowl props, but I do think this is a valuable bet. Mahomes has completed the first pass in every game, his last 14 games. So this goes back to our first point. If you think, well, I guess our second point, if you think this Super Bowl is sort of not like any other Super Bowl to where the jitters won't be there, these quarterbacks have been there before, then really... Mahomes has a serious amount of value on this bet. If you think Mahomes may be shaken up, or if you think the offensive line will lead to Mahomes getting rid of the ball early, or uh, you know being under pressure, not completing a pass, then the value may go away here. I don't think that's the case. I think that for the first pass that he attempts, Andy Reid's going to give him a nice short pass, two, three yards off the line, get him in rhythm. So I like Mahomes to complete his first pass at minus 180. And my last bet here. Uh, the first first down of the game, following my theme of the Bucks receiving, if Tampa Bay is minus 130 for the first first down of the game, I think that's good value. I don't think Tampa Bay goes three and out if they do receive the ball, and I think there's about a 65% chance they do end up receiving. So uh, first first down of the game, Tampa Bay, minus 130. And I've got a bonus here, a bonus for everyone to keep an eye on. I only saw this on William Hill. It seems like most other uh, sports books, including... Uh, uh, BetMGM, uh, FanDuel, 
even the offshore accounts, uh, Bet Online, Bavada, most of the books have caught up with which team will receive the opening kick. It's around minus 230 to minus 250, wherever you look. But for some reason, on William Hill specifically, it's still minus 165. I think that's good value. If you guys are a part of William Hill, keep an eye out for that bet. Minus 165. Who will receive first? Tampa Bay is the favorite there. All right, so that does it for today's show. Good luck. I'm sure you guys have plenty of action today, whether it's prop bets, main market bets, whatever it is. Hope you cash. Hope you have a nice Super Bowl Sunday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Sharp Angle Podcast.